you are listening to the Unruled Podcast. I am W alongside with Dustin, also known as Duolvo. We are here once again at the goat farm. So all the stuff in the background, you hear people kicking it and chilling and you'll possibly hear a train come through here eventually and a couple of cars drive by. We're at the Warhorse, hanging out outside, about to talk about Black Panther. So Dustin, you the you are the comic guy. You're I'm the, the comic dude. You're the comic dude. What was your take on it? My take on, we're talking about Black Panther, the movie. As opposed to Black Panther on ice, yes. Yeah, movie <laughs> on ice at some point. Uh, let's see, how do I feel about Black Panther? Okay, so I saw it a couple of nights ago, and yes, yeah, Sunday. I saw it Sunday yeah. night. So, I'm going to say this. It was, for me, wish fulfillment. A dream come of, true. Yeah, a dream come true, dream fulfillment. Is it perfect? Like a perfect movie? Like no flaws, no issues? No. No, it's a Marvel movie. I mean, Marvel movies are what they are. They're like, they're just action movies that are all interconnected in a giant uh, universe that is sourced from Marvel comic books. So some people are coming at it to just see uh, a cool superhero movie and some laughs. Some people are coming at it with like, deep crate knowledge of like Wakanda. something of, of something that happened back in 1962 and the day address it bam so it's something for everybody the the significance of black panther as a movie is that it's black people particularly african people that are all thrown into a bucket mixed up you know kind of like you know, refined and then poured back out into a nice mold that, like, is technology plus, like, kind of like a sprinkling of different parts of nations and tribes in Africa thrown on top, and then some accents and and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of like it's just a, it's a black fantasy movie, yeah, essentially. Um, and quite honestly, I think Black Panther worked on all the levels in terms of delivering like a popcorn movie that anybody can watch and enjoy. You don't have to be black to watch Black Panther. Mm-hmm. We'd already seen the character in Captain America: Civil War, you know, showing up on the screen, kicking people in the face, and everything like that, uh, scratching up Captain America's shield. Um, it was dope. I mean, the thing that I think that worked the most for me was I love the production design. Costume designs, I actually think the designer should get the Oscar for costuming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the actors that they brought on board to portray these characters were top-notch. Like They did a great job of just making all the characters super likable, uh, very engaging. Um, I think the breakout, standout um, characters from the movie would be like the villain... Uh, cool villain, uh, probably a better, the best Marvel villain I, I, I would say that I've seen in a Killmonger, yeah, in a Marvel movie, best Marvel villain. Um, in a movie like Marvel typically has forgettable villains, uh, and also the character that's Black Panther, T'Challa's sister, Shuri, yeah, very fun character, um, very kind of like future thinking. Like, I think that's a character that a lot of people are gonna really yeah. like identify with, so. I'd say if I gave it like a a, a, a a rating out of out of ten, I would put it at I'd put it at an eight. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Eight out of ten. That's yeah. good. Yeah. The thing is I feel the same way. I feel that um 
when you asked me what did I think about the movie, and I said I was, it was solid. It was a solid film, and I give it about the same. The thing that I do, things I do like about the movie. One, it was very female focused. They had a lot of strong female characters. That's awesome. You don't really see that as much. Two, a predominantly black cast. And I thought that was awesome as well. You know, and I think that the storyline of the Black Panther being a hero without, I call it the little white buddy. You know, like, you know, Blade and Whistler. Yes. You know, you know the, you're good. You have the superpowers. But you need a good old coach. Yeah, you need a coach. I don't have no powers. Yes. <laughs> but you but need I, me. But, if I, but I know how to use them. Yeah, but I know how to make you better. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't have all that. And I thought that was awesome because that's a constant narrative you see in a lot of movies when it has like black heroes. Yeah. And it's like yeah. it gets old. Yeah. It gets really old after a while. It, and I thought it, was refreshing. It subverts, the, it subverts the autonomy of the, the hero. It does. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. To give you a contrast, who's Spider-Man's coach? Spider-Man didn't have a little buddy. Nobody was like, hey, Spidey, I know you can sling them webs and everything, but you know what you need? You need me. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. uh, classically, who's Spider-Man's coach? Whereas now they did the thing where Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark. Well, now, yeah. He doesn't have one, actually. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have one. Yeah. Um, and who's he, who's go- Batman's coach? Well, Batman didn't have a coach. He had an assistant. Who? Um, Alfred. Yeah. You know? I guess that'll be his little buddy. I guess I have a I have a spec narrative for Batman and Alfred that I think would be kind of cool. What you got? Talk about it later. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to keep that under wraps until the time? Yeah, I kind of want to keep it under wraps. <laughs> Might be something I work on. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was amazing, and I thought the fact that it took place in a place like Wakanda, where it's its own thing, its own world. And I've been telling you this. And I told you this before. Disney's been on point, and just you wait. They're gonna do a Wakanda theme amusement park ride. Yeah. And it's just me putting out in the universe. It's probably going to happen because... They're already working on the plans. They probably got the paper. They already sketched it all it'll out. It'll be like half safari, half, yeah. you know, super. They might actually put it uh, in uh, 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 southwest Atlanta. <laughs> southwest Atlanta. <laughs> where, where Black Panther was shot. <laughs> we went to Avengers Station in Vegas where mm-hmm. they had like the, a themed, you know, exhibit of Avengers stuff. And it was super cool. But here's the deal with Avengers. Avengers don't have their own world. Mm. Wakanda does. Yeah. With waterfalls and animals and yeah. all types of labs. And so I think that that's that Disney is right on the edge of doing something really cool with it. I think that it was really cool that people dressed up to go see it. Yeah. You know, I thought that was. It, you know, it, that's really cool. I, I enjoyed that. I, did, I, I personally didn't dress up to go see it. Um, but. I think it was funny because where do you get a coming to America costume from? I don't know, but I want one. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm the type of dude that'll have that, you know? Yeah. With the lion head on the shoulder. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll have that, man. Yeah, that was actually really funny. <laughs> but think about this. It was fun. People were excited about that movie. Oh, yeah. They were excited about it. People were posting and taking pictures of it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? That was, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought the story was good. You know, the accents and everything kind of threw me off a little bit. But I think with the accents, it kind of the comedy kind of landed a little in different places where it could have been a little more punch to it. But those yeah. are all small things. But the most important thing about this movie is that it made money. Oh, did it make it money? It made money. I think globally right now as of Tuesday, it's at 300. No, I think it hit the 400 million mark. Yes, it made yeah. money. Yeah. Because now... 
you have no excuse not to make more movies like this. Yes. Or more movies that depict African Americans in heroic lights. Because yes. it made money. And now the bandwagon's gonna happen. Oh yeah. The bandwagon. Oh yeah, the You're bandwagon. You're about to see a lot yeah. of black superheroes coming yeah, out. Yeah, you know, every studio is scrambling right Blank now. Man, he's Blank, man. Man. Blank man. Blank man is coming yeah, back. Blank man's coming back. <laughs> every studio. You know who I feel I would like to be a fly on the wall in their executive team right now? DC Comics. And DC, not DC Comics Publishing, but DC Movie, DCU, DC... DCC Cinematic Universe Yeah Because They got nothing I'm sorry They they, At this point They gotta start over Like Black Panther Widened the gap And then with Infinity Wars coming That's it It's over Oh man What is DC doing They got nothing They got nobody They got nothing They got nobody You can't build a movie like that Off Cyborg Think about this Weren't you excited When you saw Black Panther will be back yeah. In Infinity War. Yeah, it made me feel some type of way. Like, he's going to be back. He's going to be back? Yeah. What? In a couple of months? Just a few months from coming back. And they're doing it back to back. So right when the sales start to taper down with Black Panther, they're coming at you with Infinity War. Where they're, Infinity bringing the, they're bringing all the band, the band together, you know? Yeah. And that's going to be nuts. So what this means as a person that has been in, pretty much for me, comic books were something that, like, I grew up with. And I had a huge affinity for. Actually, I wanted to be a comic artist initially, in terms of like my dream. Like when I when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a comic artist. Mm-hmm. And then like I got into animation. I want to be an animation artist. And then like now at this point in my career, now I'm finding myself back to comics, right? And I like and I, and I think because the ability to create a new story in comics is cheaper than to create an animation, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So I can honestly tell you, Black Panther in the past in terms of tra- Marvel canon tradition was never my favorite character not because I didn't like the character not because of anything wrong with the lore of the character because Black Panther took years to fully form the character that we're seeing in the movie is a construction out of like making the character better I would say in the past 15 years mm-hmm. is what this character represents not in the full 50 years that he's existed in yeah. the Marvel comics sort of canon um, there it took people that kind of took on the character and kind of like really fleshed out like the whole Wakanda thing in terms of the world he comes from to, to the lore the, the, the mythology behind it to really kind of bring it into parody to like make it really a lot more intriguing um, and that was something that like I think a couple of years ago I started kind of getting into drawing Black Panther because the news coming into movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. and around that time when I started kind of wrapping my mind around where the character was where the character was now it made me appreciate the character more and the whole world around him I think this movie took what I would say Black Panther was a B B player in the Marvel comics right he ain't the only one that was a B player. There, most of the Iron Man was a B player. You like, think so? Yeah, from the '80s to the '90s, up into the early 2000s, before the Iron Man movie came out, which is Marvel's like real breakout hit for like a, a character movie. Iron Man was not selling titles like Spider Man, yeah, X Men. Yeah. He was not like he wasn't that dude. He was not that dude, man. The movies made Iron Man like. 
Iron Man, mm-hmm. the movies did. So when one thing I can't say that Marvel as a movie studio, what they've been able to do is that they can take a throwaway character and put it in a certain context with a movie and make that character like the, the star. You know, you know, you got a talking raccoon and a talking tree that. Yeah. I wasn't even really up on Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is a throwaway afterthought of a book. There is no, like, if you go back to the original release of Guardians of the Galaxy, let's say, like, from the uh, late 70s, early 80s, the the Guardians of the Galaxy that are in the movie ain't even in that book. Like, they literally had just been interchanged, different, random. It's just the title. They throw some characters in there. They do the little space adventure. Yeah. It wasn't even really good. You know, it'd be like a book that they used to kind of like allow B writers and B artists to kind of get cut, get, get the chops. You know, yeah, cut their chops on or whatever. So Black Panther has not necessarily always been. He's had titles from the 60s all the way up till now. This movie now takes Black Panther and I think he's now at the forefront of the Marvel canon in terms of the movies definitely hands down like the reception of this character they had Thor Thor didn't have the energy no Thor as a character the movies did not get good to the last Thor movie the yeah, third one Ragnarok and that's the last one yeah. they ain't gonna have no more Thors they don't need to Where, they got they Avengers like, he's just gonna be a part of the Avengers yeah. um, so Black Panther is now like elevated to like yo like prime status top tier character the movie did it that's dope it's got good mythology in it mm-hmm. like the whole Wakanda is a is a is a is a mythical African nation that has been hidden from the world for the the outside world for centuries not yeah. even people on the continent know about Wakanda yeah because it was like impenetrable forest yeah but. The only thing they did know is that it had a front where it's like a bunch of goat herders. Yeah. And it's kind of like a third world poor nation. But what was happening is they were hiding all their secrets through a force field yeah. for centuries. And they had this really vibrant, well-developed, futuristic technological world that was super advanced. People living good. Honestly, I think, man, if... They made Wakanda for real, like in another country. They'd be instantly overnight. You see a bunch of people gone from this country <laughs> trying to get a Wakanda visa. <laughs> like people living good, you know, they got the little monarchy and everything yeah. like that. But you got multiple tribes that have the ability to vie for power. Yeah, you know, get, everybody challenge. everybody gets a chance. Everybody gets a chance to challenge the king. Yeah, you know, on equal ground, they take their best warrior yeah, and yeah. challenge the king. No, no Black Panther powers. No Mono election. No, no election, election, mono and mono. I actually love that. I think that speaks to something culturally that, yeah. you know, you're like, yeah, that's how it should be done. You know. No campaigning. No campaigning. No ballots to count. No ballots. No no fictitious. But everybody gets to see. Yeah, they have a know. very tap or snap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the philosophy. So, exactly. Tap or snap. Yeah. So that was great to see. I think the cool dynamic that they snuck in in the narrative of the movie is the feeling of like people of the African diaspora feeling out like outsiders are disconnected from their home. Yeah. And that was represented in the character of Killmonger, Eric Killmonger, which is, you know, like a fake name that 
he was using, which I did like that because I never liked the name Killmonger in the comics. Yeah. But one thing that the movies does is that they have a creative way of saying, okay, that's the comic book name that you knew, but here's where it came from. Yeah, here's and why so it, makes it makes sense. It, here's how it makes sense in this world. I love that. That's the thing that I like that they're doing with these movies. Mm-hmm. They're not just being like, his name is Eric Killmonger. You're like, really? That little corny name from the 70s? Now it's cool. It's, it's like Kill- a moniker. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was a trained sort of like special forces dude that rose up to the ranks and, you know, built himself up, you know, to get back into, you know, being a warrior. He can go up against the king of Wakanda, right? Yeah. So it tells the story of this, uh, uh, of this orphan kid who's the son of the king's brother. Yeah. Right? His father was killed. Little Lion King there. Yeah. You know, father was killed. He was left to, you know, pretty much fend for himself. Now, this would be considered a spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a spoiler. I figure if you're listening to this, <laughs> you've, seen you, the movie. you've seen the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah, it's a spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, maybe you could edit it like, eh, eh, spoiler. So, um... We, you know, you've definitely seen the movie, so I'm not going to sit up here and rehash yeah. it out for you. But with all that being said, let's get cut to the chase. The character deals with what does it mean to be African outside of Africa? Yeah. Do you have a claim to the throne or to the connection to your to this culture that you don't know? And are you abandoned? Were you left for dead? Mm-hmm. Right. It brought that up, man. They actually addressed it in a freaking Marvel movie. And i that's where I tip my hat. To yeah, and it wasn't connected to the Marvel Universe. Really. No. It didn't have any special appearances by Captain America. Yeah, he didn't show Iron him. Man didn't fly in at the end. Yeah. And um, I, I thought that was pretty dope. And another thing I thought was pretty dope is that it took place part in Oakland, where the actual Black Panthers originated. That was kind of interesting, Another right? tip of the hat. Another tip and of the hat. And then what did they do? They opened up an outreach place, similar to what the Black Panthers did. I thought that was pretty dope at the end. So they, a lot of thought went into this one. A, yeah. a lot of cultural thought went into this. Yeah. And this was the first bite at the apple for Black Panther. And you know they really cut loose on the second and third movies, usually with Marvel, because yeah. you have to lay the groundwork first. Yeah. Now you don't got to do that anymore. You can get just right in it. Yeah. So Black Panther two and three, you know, that's going to be interesting. Funny enough, Black Panther two and three have so much of a palette to work with because you're going to deal with the fallout of Infinity War, Infinity War, wherever that goes. Because we're going to go back. To Wakanda in Infinity yeah. War. One of the major battles happens there. Yeah. In Infinity War. And I don't know if you've seen the trailer. Yep. The five minute, the 20 minute trailer. <laughs> the trailer has got a scene where Black Panther, Captain America, all of the warriors of Wakanda are running towards some enemies coming for Wakanda. And they got, they backed up by the Hulk, War Machine. Yeah. Black Widows in there. Like, Yo, when I'm saying this is wish fulfillment for me, when I was a kid, I used to sit around with my brothers and we'd be like, man, what if they could make a movie? We talked about the idea of these stories being movies that you could be like, because we had Batman and Superman back in the day, like Batman in the 90s, but... It wasn't the same thing. This, what they're doing now is what we experienced with the comic, like if you were a comic nerd growing up, you had characters with their own stories and then crossover books. 
Yeah. And these bigger overarching stories took place, these bigger threats, like a Thanos or, you know, uh, Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Um, the uh, if you read X Men like the Sentinels, and yeah, Days of the Future Past Saga, which is much better than what was in the movie. Um, it's just amazing to be at a time where people are experiencing that, and then people who nor- never would pick up a comic book are now like dressing up as these characters. That's yeah. amazing. Well, the comics are our current mythology. They are, you know, and and it's fun. And this thing is a. I, I liked comics as a kid, but I was more of a toy guy. Yeah. I'm in the toys. Yeah. You know, if you make an action figure, that's even better. That's, that's what I love, action yeah. figures. Yeah. So now, with Disney at the helm, their action figure game is like, we're going to give you exactly what you've always wanted. And then yeah. we're going to give you stuff that you didn't even know you want. Yeah. Wait till they produce, and, I, and Disney, I'm putting this out there, the 33-inch Black Panther. If you, Disney, if you're listening, do this. Set price whatever you want. <laughs> do it <laughs> yeah because they had the 33 inch Spider-Man yeah they had the 33 inch Superman they had the 33 inch Batman but if they do a Black Panther I guarantee you that will be one of the hottest selling toys they'll probably drop it for Christmas yeah and then, another it, thing another thing I'll give them this on but by the time Black Panther came to the movies they fixed the suit yes they did he used to have a garbage suit it was like a fake Batman Oh man, it was that a was a fake bad. Batman suit. It was like a lycra suit, which is basically like a ninja suit with some cat ears and a Dracula cape. That's yeah. what Black Panther was for a long time. At one point in time, he had just some skulls and some claws on him. Yeah. And it was pretty bad. It, being a black kid growing up, that one the character you weren't. You were like, oh man, why is this the black character? Thor got scales and stuff on his suit, yeah. and then you Iron got black Panther just black. You know, like it's like, man, he just got a like garbage suit. Like he's out there, like his bargain basement. Like what y'all got left? I make it work. <laughs> like I, I need this quick suit, man. I got a some an event at Wakanda. I need to get dressed up for. What you got? We got spandex and claws. Yeah, this cat ears. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now with it looks tactical, it's tactical. It's got like the texture on it with yeah. the vibranium weave. It's got the claws. It's got like the. It just looks dope. Like it looks. It looks like you're in like I don't know like a car or something. Yeah, like, just on like form fitting on your body. That 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 looks really good. Okay, so as far as stuff I didn't really care for about the movie, and I don't really knock it that hard for it. I didn't like that final fight scene between Killmonger and uh, and, 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 and and T'Challa. Yeah. On the little um, the bridge. The bridge. I thought that was too digital. Um, I would have rather seen a more gritty fight. Like yeah. I like the stuff, like the fight stuff with uh, when they're in the waterfall. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but just when they went to the level where they're just, it's just like a computer fight scene. I didn't like that. Like I just, I just thought it was anticlimactic. I didn't think the stakes were that high. It just didn't work for me. Um, but that was intercut with the battle with yeah that was taking place. The big battle, the, you know, the big warrior battle with the rhinos. It was dope with the rhinos. Like it was intercut with that, so it kind of made it passable. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I didn't like is that um, when T'Challa was thrown off the waterfall, and we're supposed to believe he's dead. Yeah, and then by yeah. the next time we see him, he's just like, oh, I found him. Like, come on, man. Like, dude, Show you, me. Like, you fell a long way, yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just, come on. That was a little, that was a little, um, 
little cheap, little weak. Um, there were just a few things that con constructively, like, it didn't really work, but there, everything that got it right was yeah. so right that it, you can forgive that. And those are just things you're just picking for. You know, they yeah. weren't they weren't major like plot holes or major things oh, no, that would no, derail no. the movie. You know, those were not the major things. And I tell you this, Forrest Whitaker was in this movie, and you know we've discussed Forrest Whitaker's acting in the past. I thought his acting was at an appropriate level. Yeah, he didn't go full Whitaker on him. He kept it right in range and kept it going. Yeah. He's an amazing actor. Sometimes. He turned the acting up really loud. Yeah. It is a bit much. Yeah. You know, but this one, it was right on the money. It's, so, I, yeah. I wish he didn't die. The only other, see more of them. Yeah, the only other, only other thing I would say, I wish that they did a little bit more with Queen Ramona and Angela yeah. Bassett's character. I felt like she was a little, like, um, just scenery. Yeah. She didn't really kind of have much to yeah. do other than react. I, I felt like... I kind of feel like there was like a little bit left on the cutting room floor with her. Um, I think T'Challa uh, Bozeman's performance was like really, really good. Like it, I will say this about the the character that they're creating with Black Panther with T'Challa. I think a lot of people are gonna have a problem with the sense of seeing. People were kind of liking Killmonger because he had that fire, right? In the lines and you yeah. know he, the aggressiveness, I think people are responding to that to T'Challa's you know sub, subdued yeah. sort of quietness and the reluctancy. He's a re reluctant hero. Yeah, that's a cool hero to present because he's a hero that understands the weight of power and how to wield it. And so we watch the story where there were those around him that were like saying, "Hey, don't freeze." We need you to act. We don't need you to sit back and think about everything. Yeah. We need you to kind of trust your instincts more, right? And I liked watching that hero's journey take place for this kind of character. Yeah. I thought that was great. I really liked that. I think over time that's going to feel more full and fulfill, yeah. have a lot more fulfillment. Yeah, I want to watch it again. Oh, I'm, I'm, I want to watch it again. I probably want to see it like two more times in the theater. Yeah, I want to watch it again. Yeah. Because I want to see, you know, because sometimes when you watch a movie and you're right there, you got your anticipation in the back. Yeah. And then what you know that I want to see now that I know what to expect. I want to sit and actually absorb yeah. the nuances of it, you know, because yeah. I think it was a great story. And I think more importantly, now that it's been done, the concept of a black cast with a hero. It's no longer foreign. No. You know, it's no longer corny. It's no longer a risk to invest dollars in it. Yes. It's no longer, you know... It's a $200 million budget movie. Yeah. Those are the highest budget for a, 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 a movie with a, with a black leading cast. Yeah, a lot of that money went straight into digital. And special effects. <laughs> yeah. You know? I would say the special effects were not, like, the greatest for me. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think they were bad. Like, I, by no means I'm saying these are bad special effects. Mm -hmm. I just kind of felt like... Hopefully we see in the next movie, like, the special effects budget brought up several notches. Yeah. Yeah, for me, personally. I think that the next one's going to be... I'm excited because I know that the... Now that the groundwork's laid, yeah, it's time to party. This was yeah. a good... This was one of the best first initial introductions to a Marvel character <laughs> I've seen. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, I think it's the best. It's the Marvel, best one. Marvel first run, first out the gate. Yeah, movie, and, personally. And DC, if you're listening, take notes. Take notes. Baku has made a challenge to the throne of Wakanda. It is your father's duty as king and Black Panther to meet it. Father, if you lose, you know what he will do to this country. And that is why I will not lose. Our family has protected Wakanda and its treasure for generations. The Black Panther's reign will not end this day. Once again, this is W, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at D-U-B-E-L-Y-O-O, and you can follow Dustin at... Duolbo, D-U-A-L-B-O, Instagram, Twitter, and coming soon to Twitch. That's right. Make sure you follow the Unruled Podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes.